0: 18 plus. Hi, everybody. This is Geraldo Rivera reporting Roadkill, my political podcast, The View from the Middle of the Road. And I think the middle of the road, the view from here is pretty clear that we must demand a MIDI ceasefire right now. How in the world can we sell Israel all the weapons they want, bombs, missiles, everything, weapons that we know in a couple of days they will be using to rain death and destruction on Gaza in the Middle East? We don't even demand a ceasefire. We don't even demand that they do everything they can to reduce civilian casualties. Have we lost our decency? Here's Roadkill. Roadkill with Geraldo Rivera. Bill Gates, the multi-billionaire, perhaps uh, the richest man on earth, or maybe soon to be half as wealthy as he was, as his 27-year marriage to Melinda French-Gates is apparently dissolving by divorce, divorce caused by Bill Gates allegedly having an affair at work. And uh, he's being canceled. He's really, they're all over him, despite the fact that he has done the uh, giving pledge where he's going to give away half of his... Enormous wealth when he dies, despite his efforts to create, or not to create himself, but certainly to uh, make available and give the world's population access to a vaccine, uh, despite his work on uh, climate crisis and all the rest of it, Bill Gates has gone from one of the most admired people in American society to someone scorned and uh, reviled and mocked. You know, uh, it just, it irked me. A lot of things about it irked me. I don't know Bill Gates. I don't know what he's into. I'm a bit shocked, I have to admit, that he had a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, the accused pedophile who killed himself in jail, as you know, uh, after having a lifetime as a high roller, Jeffrey Epstein with, uh, you know, people like Bill Clinton and uh, uh, Prince Andrew and others. So I don't know what Bill Gates had to do with Jeffrey Epstein and whether there was anything untoward uh, uh, in their their relationship. But Bill Gates, on the face of it, now is getting divorced because apparently he had an affair at work, which was exactly how he met Melinda Gates 27-odd years ago. And to condemn him for having an affair at work. Listen, I think that men and women should be straight with their spouses. Things happen, though. And to cancel someone because of something so common, so widespread, half the news business, as an example, is married to someone they met at work. Workplace affairs, it is a reality. You condemn them, you want people to be straight, things happen. And, and it's not like Bill Gates robbed money from the poor or lied about the work of his foundation. He's a schmucky guy that, uh, you know, 27 years ago flirted with in his own clumsy, halting way finally convinced and married Melinda. Now, over a quarter century later, he's apparently repeated his nerdy, bumbling, fumbling act. And now he's being treated as if, uh, you know, he's a Nazi. He's being treated as if, uh, you know, nothing he's ever done good in the world counts anymore. I mean, I I really... uh, To say that our society is eager to condemn. First of all, I I think that this Gates situation, and I'm not going to dwell on it, I'm going to leave it right now, but I'm going to make this one point, aside from the fact that hypocrisy is rampant. Never envy anybody. You look at someone and their life, and you think, oh, my God, I wish I was, if only that was me. You know, that and that and that never envy ever everybody's got drama everybody's got drama and i wish uh, bill and melinda gates well I, I hope that he stands by his giving pledge to give away half his wealth he's going to give away half his wealth in divorce so i guess he'll be giving away a quarter of his uh, of his wealth uh, if he sticks to the giving pledge i hope he does and uh, it 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 really is nothing Troubles me. Nothing irks me as much as as hypocrisy. I want to tell you when uh, Erica joins us later, I hope she joins us later, about uh, my 33rd annual golf tournament to raise funds for the developmentally disabled. That happened yesterday in New York. New York, let me say before Erica gets here, is not the disaster area uh, it is being portrayed. Uh, Maybe it's because the weather was so fine in New York, a lot like it is here today. Uh, but the city seemed vibrant. It seemed like it was coming alive. A lot had to do with the mask mandate. Nobody knows, though, what the hell the mask mandate really means. Because at my golf tournament, for example, I was surprised that I usually I get ushered in. Uh, you know, it is, after all, named after me, and Sean Hannity was going to meet me. They stopped me at the front desk and said, proof of vaccination, please at the old Westbury Golf Club where the event was held on Long Island yesterday. So I had to go back to the vehicle, had to rummage through my, uh, my knapsack, find my wallet, find my vaccination card, and bring it in before I was allowed into my namesake golf tournament. That is the future. Regardless of whether Mike DeWine says on June 2nd you can have your life back there are going to be businesses, educational institutions, golf clubs, etc., that require you to prove that you have been vaccinated. I think everybody should be vaccinated. I am delighted that Saul, our 15-year-old, is vaccinated. I want my grandchildren ages one year through age eight or nine, I want them all vaccinated. And people say, "Well, what about uh, you know vaccines of uh, you know this vaccine in little children, and what's going to know? You don't know. They're they're obviously they're studying, but the odds are, I'll tell you right now, the odds are that children down to six months or a year will soon be eligible. Not yet, but soon I predict to get vaccines. Everybody should be vaccinated. Everybody." I mean, it's the only way, really, to get that so-called herd immunity they're all talking about, where you have enough people vaccinated in in the population generally, 70%, they're saying, whereby you snuff out this disease, you rid the country of it. And thank God for that, and I can't wait for that. It's just horrifying to see what's happening in India, for example, now, where they have record numbers of deaths. Uh, the world should be vaccinated and the United States uh, should lead the way. We have so many vaccines available, by the way. Tens of millions of doses are being shipped overseas, as they should be. We shouldn't just jealously hoard them on the, uh, you know, the chance that we will need we will need them. But they're producing more and more all the time. Let's give them to countries in, in South Asia, for example, that are being absolutely decimated by this disease. They're where we were. Uh, last November, December, and I think that what you want is for everyone to get vaccinated. And whether or not you like it, there are also plenty of places that require masks. Flying here from New York last night, everybody has to wear a mask. And if you you drop it below your nose, there the flight attendant is on you, you know, like white on rice. Right? Oh, you could pick your mask up or you got to wear, you know, so regardless of what anyone is mandating from Columbus or from Washington, D.C., the marketplace will have its own rules. The marketplace will require you to wear masks in many, many settings. There will be conflicts that there was with uh, that old fellow yesterday with a flight, a JetBlue flight, I think from New York to San Francisco, had to be diverted because this old-timer would not wear his mask and started, uh, you know, we, it, it became a physical tussle. Uh, people are so emotional about it. Get over it. Get over it. it is the reality. It's just like if you go into a store in a resort community and they say, no shoes, no service, no shirt, no service. It's going to be no proof of vaccination, no service, and there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. You, it'll tick you off. You'll steam about it. You'll get red in the face. Then you'll turn around and you have to go to the store across the street because that shopkeeper or whatever it is, has absolute right to make whatever precautions they want. Just get vaccinated, get proof of vaccination. It is the future. In the same way you have a driver's license, you're going to have to prove it because I don't trust you. Tell me you are vaccinated. That's fine. Let's see your card. And if you think that people will just honor, if you're going to Broadway or uh, downtown to play Square square the you say oh i'm vaccinated yeah prove it if you can't prove it then we've got to assume that you're not uh you're not vaccinated so i i think that uh just just get that done let's put this this thing what wayne what's what's on your mind why are you calling about vaccines what's uh what's happening hello
3: we always
4: go yeah can you hear me yes sir Yeah, I was just saying, we always go through this every day, it sounds like, these vaccine cards. Uh, The immigrations that are going across the border, are they going to get vaccinated? And do they have to get vaccinated when they cross that border? And will they get an ID card? I think And anybody that travels from other countries into the United States has to be vaccinated and have an ID card. I think that's a great idea.
0: I think that's a great idea. I absolutely endorse the Wayne plan that anyone coming into this country— Legally, illegally, authorized, unauthorized, you must be vaccinated immediately. We're not letting you one more step into this country unless and until you're vaccinated. I think that's a great idea. And I absolutely, I absolutely endorse it. A couple of things I want to talk about during the course of this hour that are very contentious, and I understand how offended people get by it, but there are two things that are happening that I really feel strongly motivated to discuss. One is the Supreme Court of the United States has just agreed to hear a case out of Mississippi with tremendous implications for the people of Ohio having to do with Roe v. Wade having to do with the woman's right to choose whether or not or when to have an abortion. Abortion is now going to be again on the table in the Supreme Court of the United States in a case that will be argued this coming full term and then decided next year, just in time for the midterm elections and will affect the midterm elections. Abortion rights are now being called into question. The Mississippi law says no abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, 15 weeks. Currently, it's uh, when the when the uh, unborn child is viable quick, able to survive outside the mother's womb. It's in the 20s. I don't know exactly when, but it's substantially. It's about two months later than the 15-week requirement coming out of Mississippi. Louisiana is the same law. Half a dozen other states have the same law. Ohio has gone even further. There is a law in this state to outlaw all abortion, or proposed bill, to outlaw all abortion. If the Supreme Court decides in Mississippi's favor, Ohio will move to Outlaw all abortion. So this will be the way you're talking about the virus now and fighting the virus. Abortion will be in the news every single day in Ohio uh, as we approach the midterm election last year. How do you feel about that? How worried are you about the Supreme Court or how uh, enthusiastic are you about the Supreme Court? uh, I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about I cannot believe what we are watching on the news, I've covered the East virtually my entire career. From the Yom Kippur War of 1963, I've covered virtually every single conflict in the Middle East, at least up until 2012. And to see what's happening now and to see how one-sided the United States has been and to see Joe Biden approve. million in additional arms to Israel without even requiring a ceasefire, without even demanding a ceasefire. I was watching the news with Erica yesterday. We're very sympathetic to Israel. But, my God, you see what's happening with these children, these Palestinian children being crushed in these buildings? They say 200 children are dead already and 10 Israeli children. But I tell you this. A Palestinian child's life is worth exactly the same in Israeli, as an Israeli child's life. Exactly the same. And what the hell are we doing selling arms or allowing them to take our weapons to use against children? I understand Israel has a right to defend itself. That's not what this is about. This is about proportionality. It is internationally illegal to have disproportionate warfare. It is against the Geneva Convention. One side is using F-16s, F-15s, bombing, bombing, reducing buildings to rubble. The other side is using homemade rockets. And 20 to 1 the casualties, including the children. And we're quiet about it because we support Israel. Uh, let me take uh, Mary in Fairview Park. Thank you for calling 216 1100 We're talking about uh, vaccines. Uh, we're talking about abortion. We're talking about the Middle East. It is vaccines. Mary, you want to talk about what's what's the issue?
5: Well, the issue for me is health. I came down with an a, a, a autoimmune disease that went to unusual complications, and the complications are such as this: I have lupus, I have surgeries, I have leaking gut, I have di- uh, diabetes, I have Hashimoto's, and I will get more. When you have autoimmune diseases like me, you cannot boost our immune system. A vaccine boosts your immune system. You're supposed to have like 28 to 30 auto, uh, antibodies in your body. I have 98.9 antibodies in my body. They cannot boost my system.
0: So, so, Mary, are you saying that the vaccine is inappropriate for you?
5: The vaccine will not protect me because it cannot boost my system. And they said that on TV. It has
0: your, has your doctor, have system. you consulted a doctor about it? You can't you healthy, can't just watch wait, TV wait, wait. and on. make a Hold judgment on. based on TV. Hold on,
5: yeah. I am allergic to all medications. I am not. I have been kicked out of emergency rooms for allergies. I went to a Cleveland State doctors for my health. She's two senses to help to help with my blood pressure. I am now down to no longer even able to get my beta blocker from any drugstore. We have to order it from Express Scripts from a certain manufacturer. Because I'm allergic to the dye in
0: the capsule. I
1: cannot raise it. I can lower
5: it. Okay, Mary, Mary, I, Mary, to I have to
0: leave you. I'm not a doctor. I can't give you medical advice. I, I mourn for the conditions that you express. I'm sorry. Uh, it doesn't change my advice. If you can. If a doctor says you can't, you can't. I haven't heard of any legitimate. I guess there are. I don't, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. Just, uh, you know, the vast majority of us. Must get vaccinated, and many many commercial establishments will soon be demanding proof of vaccination. i Situation seems uh, seems unique and and melancholy, and I, I wish her I wish her the best. What do you have on your mind, George and Chardon? What's uh, what are you thinking about, George? Thanks for calling.
4: Uh, good morning, Haraldo. Um The issue on abortion. Uh, I think the the main problem with the with the whole abortion issue is public funding um tax money uh but going the hyde toward... amendment
0: for, prohibits federal money from being used for abortion or in this country or abroad what does federal law the hyde amendment
4: okay so that pro, that that prohibits abortion that so prohibits think, that...
0: federal funding of abortion
4: okay um then I was number one I wasn't aware of that number two I think the whole issue of abortion is a personal choice issue I'm a practicing Catholic so obviously I'm against abortion and always will be however I do not condemn people uh from making a decision or a woman for making the decision to have an abortion so what do you think Uh, George
0: about Ohio banning all abortions if it can
4: well I when you say all, oh, that covers a broad, you know, that's that's painting it with a broad brush. Like I said, you know, I, I think abortion is something is a personal choice that's between you and your God, you and your belief, and at some point in time, uh, you know, that, that that may or may not uh, be a, a, an issue. And the uh, I, I uh, George, uh, I
0: agree with you. Thank you for your sincerity, and I appreciate it. And yes, it is between you and your God. I uh, have go from abortion to Israel in Lake County. John is on the line. What do you think about, John?
4: Good morning. Um, reminding myself of uh, when I was in high school over 60 years ago about the Palestinians and uh, Israel. You don't start a fight unless you can finish it. That kept things pretty civil when I was in high school.
0: You know I understand that uh, but but you know if you were a Palestinian and you were living in Gaza, it's a miserable, miserable place. it's a dangerous place obviously it's a, it's a overcrowded they have no hope they can't travel it's a it's a terrible they, the United States and the world community has turned their back on on this uh, suffering uh, people these Palestinians I, I'm sorry, I know it's not hip and uh, you know I, I'm I know that uh, I don't make any friends when I say it. But I say it because I, I can't in good conscience not say it. The fact that we are selling Israel arms under the best conditions you could possibly imagine, uh, financial transactions, uh, with basically giving them weapons that they're dropping on Palestinian civilians the next week or so. It's just uh, I, can't, I can't abide it. If you saw the, the World News Tonight with David Muir, a great, great newscast, last night they had some video – of a father whose entire family was wiped out except for his one-year-old baby uh, who miraculously survived, and he's the father. He's lost his wife and three other children. I just I, – I can't, I, I can't see it and not say something. In Cuyahoga Falls, uh, Mike is on the line. Mike, what are you thinking about?
2: Um, I guess I, I think about
0: the – you know, what are the other options to
2: the military airstrikes? What is your suggestion for that?
0: Well, my my suggestion is the United States should demand that our weapons not be used. The Saudis used our weapons against civilians in Yemen, killing women and children. The Israelis are using our weapons in the conflict against the Gaza. They haven't bombed in the West Bank in this, this conflict yet, but they're using bombs that, can, that, that don't discriminate. When you, when you bomb a building and the building collapses, it collapses on everybody in the building. Yes, there was Hamas senior officials in the basement here or there or whatever, but then you can't bomb the building. You gotta find a different way to do it. You gotta use smart technology. You gotta go there and risk your people to take out their people. You can't just wipe out a neighborhood because there are bad people in the neighborhood. And the United States has totally dropped the whole move toward a Palestine living side-by-side, side in peace with Israel, the George W. Bush formulation. We've totally dropped it. Anyway, I, I don't, I'm not gonna even talk about the Mideast anymore because it's just, I feel so frustrated by it. But I believe that Joe Biden, not demanding a ceasefire, has totally wimped out. He's totally wimped out. Just like he's wimped out on the border. He's just wimped out. He may be a great guy, and he seems like a nice person. But some of what he's done and and has not done is really shockingly uh, inept for a man as experienced as he is. In Cleveland, Paul's on the line. What's up, Paul? What are you thinking about?
2: Hi. Hi, Haroldo. Thanks for taking my call. I enjoyed your morning. show, and I hope you uh... – yeah, good morning. I hope you consider taking uh, running for home or running for office someday. I you did consider
0: it, but I've unc- I've unconsidered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe down the road.
0: <laughs> My question is, on I don't have much things. down the road left. But go ahead, Paul. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> My comment is on abortion, and I'm I'm very pro-life. I'll disclose that right now. But anytime I'm talking to a friend or a colleague who is pro-choice, I say this, and it I think it will convert anyone. If they honest it, if they honestly answer this question, okay, how old are you, sir? I'm 25. They say, okay, let's reverse time, 25 years and five months. You're in your mother's womb, and you hear this conversation. I think we're going to go for an abortion. I don't care if the reason is we're we're not ready for a baby, we don't want to go through a pregnancy in high school to put it up for adoption, we don't have much money and we're born into poverty. I think every single person then would be pro life okay, in that situation
0: i, I got it, well, I, I got it. Uh, and well stated uh if you believe that i i think uh, uh I, rob what was i thinking about bringing this topic
2: up? i don't know you you <laughs> i said it to you off break you, you came up with every topic that i wasn't allowed to talk about at the dinner table we got the middle <laughs> east we got abortion yeah let's yeah let's let, let's just see if we can get even more uh hot button here but well yeah. I, I,
0: we're gonna bring in uh, uh erica is here i want you to hear i <laughs> know <laughs> to keep the ball rolling this morning, I want you to hear our beautiful Daughter Souls speech at the anti-Asian American uh, uh, hate rally. It was wonderful. Here's Erica. Did you have a good time in uh, New York?
6: I had a great time, although it was a little bit exhausting, and I'm so happy to be home in beautiful Cleveland.
0: Wasn't it nice, the, uh, the event and the publicity that it got, raising the money? Sean Hannity showing up, making the joke about...
6: He loved my yard sign. That's what he told me. He liked my Biden Kamala sign. I
0: I think what he liked was the fact that we had dueling signs. (laughs) So how proud of our daughter were you when she made that speech and Noel sent us the tape of it?
6: Very proud. Proud of you too for your lifelong commitment to the developmentally disabled and very proud of our daughter. She spoke so strongly, she was loud, she was clear, she was uh, sticking up for other people's rights and made me so happy and and proud.
0: So here, our 15-year-old, her debut as a public uh, speaker at the anti-Asian American hate rally on Saturday at Public Square.
3: My name is Sol Rivera. I am 15 years old, and I was born in New York City. My mother is Jewish, and my father is Puerto Rican. And as a proud Jurican, proud American, proud woman of color, I can only say I am shocked and saddened by these escalating stories of violence and discrimination against Asian Americans. In conversations with close Asian-American friends, it is clear there is a terrible sickness in our country right now, a mindless hatred. I am outraged about the recent series of attacks. I feel ashamed for our once welcoming country. It seems every other day on the news, we see stories of yet another elderly Asian-American woman being kicked in the head for the sole reason of her race. As a teenager who loves my country, this frustrates me. Why isn't the entire country as angry as we are today? The time has come where we have to stand together, people of every ethnicity, of every religion. I may be 15 years old, But even I know that it is wrong to be singled out because of who a person is or where they came from. We must learn our history. In Strangers from a Different Shore, the author Ronald Takaki reminds us of the blatantly racist 1882 Chinese Exclusion Act and the incarceration of people of Japanese descent during World War II. We can't ever let history repeat itself. My ancestors fled the anti-Jewish pogroms in Russia at the turn of the 20th century. They came here to America, ending up in Cleveland. I live here because my ancestors were able to escape racial violence. Speaking up also as a proud Latina, Hispanics have also been underrepresented and mistreated because of the color or race literally for centuries. We know prejudice exists. We must stop its ugly stain from spreading further. We must all come together, unify together against hate, love each other, stop the hate. Thank you.
0: even though I'm a very proud, uh, proud parent. But she was so poised and the message so clear. Uh, do you think that she will uh, go into public life? I guess that's the question. Do you think that she will pick up the mantle uh, in media or politics? Uh, you think that's her, her love?
6: I think she would be great, uh, of course, as her mom, as her biased mother. I would be so proud if she did. I think with a lot of privilege and opportunity comes a responsibility to speak out for others and to get involved in your community. So uh, nothing would make me happier.
0: She really, uh, she made us, uh, made us proud. I just said that we weren't there. Maybe it was better that we weren't there. Maybe we would have made her, maybe made her nervous. Uh, just b- before we say goodbye, the mask mandate, has been lifted, and by June 2nd, here in Ohio, for instance, there'll be no more restrictions. In New York, it seemed people were very confused, didn't know if they had to wear masks, didn't have to wear masks, and it, and there's a lot of social pressure to wear masks. So will we continue to wear masks regardless of how free the uh, the regulations are?
6: I think we'll be just as confused as New Yorkers, and... I think that we all have to act like mature adults. And if you are out with other people, you should wear a mask. And then if you decide together that you're, not, that you're both comfortable or you're both vaccinated and you feel okay taking it off, then you could take it off. But if you're on a plane with other people, you should wear your mask. What is the big deal? And if you're at an airport or if you're at a, a, a school, you should still wear your mask to be respectful.
0: There was someone behind us on the airplane yesterday. He kept sneezing and sneezing. I said, "Well, at least, at least they are wearing masks." I just, just briefly, I know that it's a big turnoff to the audience, but uh, I'm very concerned about what's happening in Israel and and Palestine. And I, I just wondered. I know you are almost unequivocal in your support of Israel, but aren't you shocked at the at the extent of violence and the fact that they seem to be targeting areas that are densely populated with civilians including children
6: well I think it's hard to say something like that and not acknowledge that Hamas is using children and innocent people as uh, weapons and they know that Israel is going to be attacking certain buildings and they actually put people in those buildings so Israel is a democracy surrounded by other countries that are super shady and they have a right to defend themselves and they're being launched, missiles are being t- launched at them. Tons of missiles. We almost defended ourselves with the Cuban Missile Crisis. America was ready to attack. America responded after 9-11, and Israel has a right to defend themselves. Does it break my heart to see innocent lives, that Palestinians' lives lost? Yes, it's horrible. It's terrible. I cry tears when I see it. But I also think that the media is one-sided, and and I think that it, it's, it, I think that Israel has a right to defend itself, and I, I disagree with you at what you were saying about President Biden being inept. I think he was encouraging Israel to have a ceasefire,
0: encouraging Israel to have a ceasefire while giving Israel all the weapons they need, including bombs and missiles they know are going to be used against Gaza. I think is. Uh, is really shameful. We should freeze all weapon sales to Israel right now and demand a ceasefire and encourage all the parties to get these damn peace talks going. I remember how enthusiastic everybody was. Nineteen ninety-three, the Oslo Accords. I, I, you know, I just think that uh, it's so. But we're so proud of our daughter. Thank you for listening to this crazy show today. (laughs) Before I leave you one final word on vaccines, as you know, children as young as 12 can now be vaccinated. Get your kids vaccinated. I want the federal authorities to approve vaccines as soon as they are determined to be safe and effective for all children down to six months old. You vaccinate your kid for measles now and smallpox. Why not vaccinate them against COVID? Four million children in America have been diagnosed with COVID. 15,000 were hospitalized. Nearly 300 kids have died. Get your kid vaccinated That's the way we get herd immunity. That's how we get past this nightmare. Thank you very much. I'm Geraldo Rivera reporting Roadkill.
4: Roadkill with Geraldo Rivera.